is my 180 story. I would describe my story like this, unknown to loved. I grew up in a Christian home, and even as a young child, I understood God's love for me. This led me to make the decision to ask Jesus to take me from my sins uh, at seven years old. My relationship with God helped me with some bumps in the road throughout my childhood, and I would find myself quoting the VeggieTales song, God is Bigger Than the Boogeyman. <laughs> Things changed pretty dramatically with my life as I experienced continue tr continued trauma of which no one knew about. I would lay awake at night promising never to tell anyone what had happened. This led to immense guilt and shame as I began to isolate myself from my family, friends, and God. Through this tough time, I felt the need to find identity in something, something to define me. And soccer was that thing. I felt it remained constant in my life, and so I clung to it. I was captured by the sport for many reasons. Uh, one of it was my growing skills, and secondly, the uniqueness of my hobby in my small Christian school. I began to become Aaron, who loved soccer, and nothing more than that. And I was happy about it. One preseason game, I was playing forward instead of my usual keeper. I jumped up in the air and landed wrong and tore my ACL. I still remember the crowd's gasp as a loud pop rang out. Doctors said I needed surgery and I couldn't play for at least six months. The thing that I had built my life on had become unattainable. I wasn't Aaron the soccer player anymore, but Aaron whose dreams were over. I remember an evening I was crying in my bed when I looked over at the bookshelf and saw a book that I had never touched before. I felt the urge to read it and found that the author had a love for the Bible that I had never seen before. Or maybe at my lowest moment, God opened my eyes to see the world in a different way. I decided that day that I would no longer be defined by my past, but I would let God decide my identity. I'm reminded of Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, which says, but God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love of which he loved us, even when we are dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show his surpassing grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. I immediately started to experience this great love, rich grace, and kindness through my youth group at my church. For a while, I was still salty at God for taking away my ability to play soccer. Despite my poor attitude, the youth group wanted to know me, even when I was being the biggest punk. Since then, I've been walking with the Lord through the power of the Spirit. And youth group was a great place for me to grow, but ended as I came into college. I went to Ohio University Lancaster where I got involved with crew and saw someone share their faith for the first time and I was hooked. A leader told me about Winter Conference saying, after this event, there'll be two distinct uh, people in this group, those who didn't go and those who did. And I decided I wanted to be a part of the group who did. I wanted to experience the community I had experienced the whole winter break I wanted to learn how to walk with God more and how to share my faith with my classmates. Little did I know that all of these things would happen and more. At Winter Conference, I found two of my best friends to this day. Rooming with them was one of the best and most life-changing decisions I've ever made. These women showed me what it meant to be loved by God and to love him so much that it overflowed in re into relationships. I felt so known and trusted them so much with my strengths and my weaknesses. 
This love liberated me from my shame of my childhood trauma, a decades-old secret that that only I knew. Then they continued to walk with me as I pursued counseling to heal from the damage I did not choose. God's changed me from a girl who felt I was only worth what I could do to a woman who adamantly knows God loves all of me. 1 John 4, 9 through 11 says this. This is how God showed us his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Oh, where's my slide? (laughs) This is love. Not that we were loved by God, but that he loved, uh, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Unknown to loved. There's so much more to my story. So if you have any questions or just want to talk, I'll be at the resource table after 180. Again, my name's Aaron Loper, and this is my 180 story. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in to this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180 Podcast.